of all the tea. I guess that's what you guys call it. I spill the tea. I fucking guzzle the tea and I go and spit it all over the place because I'm telling the truth. And that's the tea. Tea is your truth. Tea is what is the tea? Like, what is your truth? What's going on with you? Here's the nice and confusing tea. Girl, what is the tea? What is it? What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tea Time. I am your host, Tia, and today we got some major headlines for you. I have my friend and former co-worker Haley Woods joining us. Um, her and I used to work at Page Six TV together. So, um, again, another really great uh, guest who knows her a thing or two about pop culture like myself. But before we get into all that, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my weekend, okay? The MTV Movie and TV Awards were this past weekend. Um, on Sunday night, they aired live. And Monday night, uh, which is actually tonight that I'm recording this, the MTV Movie and TV Awards Unscripted will be airing. So that is all reality shows. So Jersey Shore, Drag Race, uh, The Challenge, things like that. That's what that was all about, whereas the Movie and TV Awards path on Sunday night, hosted by Leslie Jones, that is all, you know, WandaVision and, um, Jesus, what other, Emily in Paris and, and things like that were talked about. So I'm going to tell you guys what it was like to be a part of the virtual audience for both, because there were two different experiences. One was a live taping, the other was recorded, um, and so they were a little different, and I kind of want to tell you guys what it was like for me and then I'm going to tell you guys how you can be in the audience in the future for award shows, whether it's back to being in person or virtually um, or in the audience of a talk show. I'm going to tell you guys how to get it done. And also while we're on that note, shout out to MTV because they are the first award show to have a virtual and in-person maskless audience. So one step towards normalcy not only with award shows but in life and thank god for that so let me break this all down for you i'm going to start talking about the unscripted so the reality show part of the award show and that taping and what that experience was like now one thing that i could say that's similar between both when i've gone to things in person and now with the virtual um, audience is that you need to block out a big window of your time, not just the time frame for the entire award show, but or TV show, um, but also just like hours in advance. So you're going to need to check in. There's always an early check in because there's a process of like, you know, when you're in person, you got to go through security and this and that and they got to do all these things and seat you and whatever here with the virtual thing. It's a process. It's a process. So I had to virtually check in on East Coast time at 715. The show didn't start till 9pm. It went till 11 o'clock my time. That's about four hours right there. Um, and then there's the whole process of getting ready. But since it was virtual, I didn't really care. I, I, can, I literally got ready in like 15 minutes. But that's 7 to 11. That's four hours. A big, a big chunk of time you're blocking out. And I will say it was very nice. This has never happened before. I actually am get, uh, getting an Amazon $25 gift card for being a part of the live audience Sunday night. So that's really cool of them to do that. Um, at the end of the day, there is no show without the audience. So they, I mean, they have their people in person, but it, I think it adds a little element of fun by having those virtual screens with, from people all over. So that was super fun. But for the live show, Snoop was the DJ. That was super funny. We're actually going to talk a little bit about Snoop later on. And the thing is with the unscripted part, so the taping versus live. When you're doing a live show, you got one take, right? So the guy, oh my God, his name escapes me right now. But the guy from Bad Trip, um, 
the TV show. So he had a moment during the live show where he just, he was presenting an award. He was drunk. He straight up said it. He was like, yeah, sorry, I'm drunk. Um, and you know, it just is what it is when it's live. But when it's taped, people retake over and over and over again. Nikki Glaser was the host and my God, when she tried delivering her lines, she definitely, I mean, she restarted a ton of times. Um, so that's like, I guess, fun to see the process of the show. I mean, I'm usually the one on the other side anyway, seeing this, um, but to be a part of the audience and watch it all go down, that's kind of, it's fun. It's fun to see it because this isn't, that's not what people at home are going to see. You know, we see the outtakes and Paris Hilton in particular, that was a really funny outtake. She uh, was presenting an award and she was doing so good. She really, she, she was doing such a good job saying everything. And then, um, she had like one like flub and she stopped and then asked the producers, can I, can we just pick it up from this line? Um, or do I have to start over? And they told her she had to start the whole thing over and she's just like, oh fuck. And so it's funny, you know, like people at home aren't going to see that. That's a funny take that we saw. Um, again, I'm recording this on Monday, so I don't know if um this will be in the show or not but i saw in the unscripted recording uh, nikki glazer and snooki get into a little bit of an argument uh snooki was definitely on one she was drinking she was pretty lit but you know i guess nikki glazer just rubbed her the wrong way with a joke and you see them go back and forth so that was that was funny as hell you just see jay wow sitting next to snooki like ah oh, shit i'm sure they'll keep that because that's good tv um but if not you know it's just fun. It's fun you get to see those things, all the behind the scenes. Um, and the live show, yeah, I mean, they tell you, hey, don't forget to clap. You know, they have the audio on for the virtual audience because they want your clapping and your reactions. Um, it's hard to find yourself. I didn't see myself on screen with the live show, but for Unscripted, I did see myself um, at one point behind, like it was, I was in like one of the lower left-hand squares, just dancing my ass off. I was bouncing around one point, like with a slice of cake. I was just like, hey, oh, like I was just having so much fun. Um, so that was a blast. It's always a good time to be a part of things like that. I live for award shows. Have you ever seen Shit's Creek? And uh, Alexis asked Moira, what's your favorite season? She says, awards. That's me. <laughs> I love award shows. I love award season. Um, it's my favorite. So um, I'll probably dive into this more detail, but I got to be a part of the MTV VMA audience back in 2019 in person. And that is just like next level fun. Like obviously there's more excitement when you're like in person and you have the stars sitting right next to you. Um, but definitely still cool that they have made it work with a virtual audience during this time instead of no show at all. So it's fun to be a part of it. If you want to be a part of the audience of a show yourself, this is how you do it. So if you follow me, you probably know I've been in the audience of Kelly and Ryan a million times. I live for Ryan Seacrest. The day that they announced that he was going to be Kelly's co-host, I started searching for tickets and claiming my spot. Um, what else? I've been in the audience for like the view when I was in college. Um, I got even tickets to be at Kelly and Ryan for the Oscars after show at the Dolby theater. I didn't end up going cause I don't live in LA and it was very last minute that I got those tickets. Um, wild and out. Oh, I'll never, I'll never be okay with this. I have requested tickets to wild and out so for so long. And the only time I ever actually got a ticket, it ended up being a night that I was working a red carpet back in like 2018. So I didn't get to go. But the point is you can get tickets to literally anything with a live audience here. Um, and the website is, I can't do a drum roll. One iota, 
That's it. You get your free tickets on this website called One Iota. It's the number one IOTA. They are completely free. There is no catch. They need an audience. They need people to fill in seats. So um, it's it's super fun to be a part of. And it's basically you claim your tickets there um, and you if might end up on a wait list. And if so, they will email you um, when you do, if you do get a ticket or they'll tell you if you don't. But if you do, you got to claim that real quick because then it'll go up for grabs for someone else if you don't in time. And it's super fun. Like I said, there's experiences for so many different things on there. It's so easy. I think people think I have like this crazy connection that uh, gets me into the audience of these things, but really anyone can do it. Um, so yeah, that's my little secret. You can download, there's an app. You could check it from time to time. Like I said, you know, right now, a lot of shows don't have a live audience or that's very limited. Oh, Fallon, I've gotten tickets for Fallon on there too. Not the actual show, but his like monologue rehearsal taping. Tons of things you can find on there, a ton. So that's my little secret. Secret's out. A lot of people do know about it. A lot of people don't. A lot of people think, holy shit, how the hell did she get there? That's how I do it. One iota. That's my secret. Now let's move on to the headlines for this week, right? Because we have a lot that we're diving into. Like I said, my friend and former coworker Haley is going to be joining me. It was pretty natural for me to ask her to do this one. If you listened to episode four, you heard me and Tahir end it talking about who also we worked with at page six together. We love Jersey Shore. So I have Haley here. We're going to be talking about that and a bunch of other headlines too. So without further ado, everyone, please welcome Haley to the show. Haley, welcome to the show. Hi. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you. We, I was saying the other day, two weeks ago, we had to hear on the show, and I was like, you know, when Jersey Shore updates are here, I have to hit up Haley. Yes. So naturally, I had to have you on. Um, I'm so excited. We have so much shit to talk about, but we're going to start it off with that. So Jersey Shore family <laughs> vacation trailer is here. Yes. So MTV released the trailer. It's for season four so it's like the second half of season four now um and it's set to premiere june 3rd so what are some of the biggest takeaways we got from the trailer first of all the whole cast is there including snooki we're gonna have to dive into that but she said she was never gonna return to the show after backlash from her dina and jaywow's bridesmaid speech at angelina's wedding that was a whole thing um and then the first half of season four we see the other girls mend their friendship so i'm guessing you know with that Snooki kind of was more like inclined to come back. We see Mike and Lauren um, with their pregnancy and there's a gender reveal party. We see JWoww's engagement to Zach, AKA 24. Lots of feelings about that. <laughs> we see a lot of Nikki who is Polly D's girlfriend. She's gonna be there. But someone who we did not see in that trailer was Ronnie. I don't know if you noticed, but he did not make an appearance in that trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I mean, it's, it's Saturday right now when we're recording, so it hasn't aired yet, but by the time this episode comes out, it will. Um, the MTV Movie and TV Awards are this weekend, and there's the Unscripted Night. So that um, is a bunch of awards on reality TV. Basically, long story short, I was in the virtual audience for this the other day, and I saw there was no Ronnie. Every other cast member was there. Either they zoomed in or they were physically there. There was no mention even of Ronnie, so I'm not sure what that means, but... Mm, doesn't seem like he might be coming back. So let's start with this whole Snooki thing. 
Yes. You know, a few months ago, you, me, you, and Tahir, we had our chat and we were talking about this picture of Snooki that TMZ snapped. And we we're like, oh my God, is she filming with Angelina? There's a cameraman, Angelina, where yeah. are we eating? Um, but before having this info that we saw, did you ever expect Snooki to actually come back to the show or did you think she was just going to be gone for good? Well, here's the thing. There's no Jersey Shore without Snooki. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, I was like, either they're going to stop the show completely yeah. Or they're going to have to pay her the big bucks so she can come back or something. They, I can't imagine how much money she's making for just this little half of the other season, yeah. because that is the only way that she was going to come back. I think that she, you know, she said, oh, I'm leaving because threats to my family, mm-hmm. dealing with drama. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Well, I don't know how, I don't know what changed her mind, but now she's back. Thank God. Cause it's yeah. saving the show. Yep. Who knows if it'll get another season, right? But maybe Snooki just wanted to say, "Let's end the show with me." Yeah, roll it a wrap. Exactly, exactly. That's that's how I'm feeling. Like I was very surprised that they ever came back at all after everything that happened. Because I mean, JWoww was like skeptical to come back. We see that she was hardly even in the first half of the season. It was basically girl wise only Dina and Angelina for the most part. Like right. pulling like. Bring Nikki in. Bring in Polly's girlfriend. Bring in um these other. But like bring in the scraps. Yeah. We need the scraps. We need yeah. anybody, anything we can get to substitute for yeah. Snooki. They were oh. trying, and you're right. Snooki is Jersey Shore, so yeah. I'm glad she's back. I'm surprised she's back. Um, but like you said too, I think that might be foreshadowing that the end is coming. Yeah. Um, do you think I was going to ask you this later on, but do you think that the show will come to an end after this? I mean, what other content do they have? I feel like if Snooki's like, I don't want drama and I want my kids to be safe and I want my money. Yeah. If those are the three things that she wants to be able to be on the show, mm-hmm. what are they going to do for a whole nother season? Exactly. If Angelina, which I don't know if you saw yesterday or two days ago, Joey, Snooki's hair and makeup person, uh-huh. he posted on his Instagram story. He was with, um, at Vinny's mansion in California. And he's like, Vinny's rich. <laughs> Obviously. Oh <my> Jaywall <laughs> was there. Uh-huh. Zach was there. He was like in love with Zach. I'm like, really? Anyway. Then Snooki was there. Angelina was there. And her man was there. Her husband. What? Yeah. Chris, right? Oh my God. Chris, yes. Oh my so God. I'm like, okay, so Snooki, Jaywall, Angelina are all in the same room in Vinny's house. Are, is this friendly now? Yeah, that should have been recorded. Like, I wish they filmed that. So, yeah, they're all in town film for the uh, MTV Movie and TV Awards. So, I guess they're like, hey, Vinny lives here. He's rich. Let's all go ahead. I, that's wild that they're all in the same. Maybe they actually did make up then. Because that's, like, voluntarily done. If there's really- I guess, but I can't believe they were able to scrap all of that. Something that's so major that they all decided like, hey, JWoww didn't want to do the show for a little bit. Yeah, Dina was like, I'll never film with this girl again. And then Snooki left. That's no why there's so many layers of problems there that were like, you got the Zach with Angelina JWoww thing. You have Snooki with Angelina and Dina with Angelina and JWoww with Angelina. Like, yeah. that's a lot. Thank God the one person that's very unproblematic in that crew is Chris, because um, Angelina's husband, because like he could easily just be like bitter about like 
been yeah. up with Angelina, like even though it was years ago. And like right. she definitely flirts with him and tries to act like she doesn't and that he flirts with her. But you know uh, he's the most secure man in the entire world, or he yeah. does not care about Angelina whatsoever. Because who's as a man lets their woman act that way on TV with an ex that she slept with and just keep lets the joke keep running without being like, okay, that's enough. Cause that's good TV right there. It they should let this pop yeah. off. He, I, I wish he would be like a little bit like, yo, can you like stop flirting with this guy you've hooked up right. with? But he's so calm. You're right. He's like the most secure it's guy. too calm. Too calm. That's suspicious. He almost doesn't care. Yeah, you're right. That is suspicious. He's up to something, that guy. Or he just is literally the best, best man on the planet. And I don't know how she pulled that off. And I don't know what God is watching her for. That oh, is crazy. Unreal. <laughs> unreal. Um, all right. So what are we most looking forward to this season? Is there anything that you're like, I really want to see, you know, Mike and Lauren's pregnancy or what is anything that like you really, really hope to see this season? I mean, obviously I'm awaiting Snooki's arrival for her to explain to the group where she's been and why. Yeah. I'm curious to know if she's going to come out with a real reason or if she's going to be like COVID and like say that's the reason. Okay. I don't know how the producers are going to work that. Yeah. But on top of that, obviously, like you mentioned, Ronnie's not in the trailer. Mm-hmm. obviously once again ronnie is in the tabloids with domestic violence uh yeah. accusations slash yeah. charges so yeah I, obviously they're gonna have to talk about that i mean there's a running joke with Vinny and Polly and all of them that yeah. ron's always in tmz yeah. and blah, blah blah so if he's not there to talk about it and defend it himself are they just gonna be mute about it the entire time or are they actually gonna talk about it well exactly and i'm really confused like is, he, is Ronnie just not going to be in this season? Like, was he? Because all these um, new accusations are after they filmed this one. So I wonder, like, was he initially in the season? And when they made this trailer and maybe they made some cuts to cut him out? I don't, I have no idea. Or maybe months back, they decided we cannot have this guy on MTV anymore. Because yeah. there's been like petitions online for people like, get him fired, get him fired. He's like, just too much of a liability, like, let him go. Um I'm really curious. I did not ex- expect that at all. And especially because if this is that last season and Snooki's there and everyone keeps saying in the trailer, like the family's back together, the family's back together. Like now Ronnie's missing though. And like, I would get it if he wasn't hired to come back. Yeah. This. But I'm surprised because I mean, it's not like it's the first time it happened, but this new domestic violence charge is after they filmed. So I don't know if it's something they've edited out or if he's been gone for a while I don't know I don't yeah. know if we'll see him at all I like hope we do for just the sake of like if this is the final season it would be a nice way to tie it all together but I don't know if we're gonna see him do you think we'll get him at all I feel like no honestly I think with this cancel culture that we have and the movements that are happening I think that they let it slide the first time when he was with Jen and they had their issues and they were in the tabloids all the time but now with his new girlfriend I think MTV was just like we gotta step away you gotta step away we need to do the season without you if there's another season maybe we'll bring you back but we can't have you for this other half It's just too much of a pattern for him now at this point. And like, can you imagine? Sometimes I think back to the absolute blowouts that him and Sammy had back in 2009 when the show first Uh, That shit would not air these days. Like, like, get in her face, throw the bed while she's on it. Like, you traumatize me. Like, that really would. You want to know what's so funny? Literally before we got on this call, 
I was watching old seasons of Jersey Shore, season oh five to be exact. Oh I've been watching it every day and I was just watching because I'm just like, boom, 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 back and forth, like watching them back to back. Yeah. And then watching the fight from them when they were back in Jersey Shore and what, season four? Is that what that, when that is? Because it's uh, Jersey, Miami, back Jersey, Italy. So yeah, three, yeah. season three. And I'm watching him like throwing her stuff. And I'm thinking if anybody ever touched my property... Uh uh uh. That's like a whole other level of disrespect. Yeah. Oh my god. Whole other level. Oh my god. It's so. Oh my god. Just so toxic. And clearly, like, oh, I feel really bad for him because I. I mean, clearly there's like an issue, and he really just like needs help. So maybe MTV just was like, "Hey, man, we don't want to put you in a situation that might be triggering or something. We're gonna have you just sit out and like end this one in peace. Mm -hmm. I mean, some drama, of course, but like, you gotta go." yeah i feel like deep down what his problem is is like i think he screwed up so bad with sam and he's so deeply regretful of like all of the things that he did to her Mm -hmm. and i think he just really wants to be with her at the end of the day if you remember when family vacation first started in season one all he kept talking about was sammy yep i think he literally can't be with it he can't be with another woman anymore because he's still so in love with her that like he can't move on in life and therefore like his relationships do not work yeah, the smartest and most like strong thing that girl did was decide to not come to this oh. show and get this check. She said, I-, I will literally sit this out because clearly she's in a good situation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it- that would have been so messy. So I'm glad she got out of it. And I look back and like, I mean, she wasn't missing this in either. She was definitely, you know, yeah. Happy. But she wasn't like physically, I don't know, I might be wrong. She definitely hit him. She hit him. <laughs> yeah, she punched him in the face. But <laughs> but like still, I think he was definitely the root of a lot of issues. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like once, if you're emotionally like abused by somebody for so long, because the way he treated her in Miami and honestly, yeah. like that was just boiling and boiling and boiling. I'm surprised it took her that long to punch him in the face because <laughs> are you friends with her? Are you friends with her? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> she clocked him right in the chest. Oh my God. He deserved it. He deserved it. I'm not trying to laugh at, you know, punching your partner. No, domestic violence is wrong. Not okay. <laughs> not okay. But that was good TV. So, but. I mean, I wish he would, I don't know. It's not like we can confirm, but from the looks of the trailer, it doesn't look like Ronnie will be there. Maybe he'll FaceTime in. I don't know, but I can't Maybe. imagine him actually being there. We'll have to just wait and see. But that season is going to start June 3rd. So it's coming soon. Uh, one show that will not be coming back, or it is for definitely just one more season, is Ellen's talk show. So I want to talk a little bit about this. So one of daytime's most recognizable faces, of course, um, she just announced that her talk show will be coming to an end with its upcoming 19th season in 2022. So right now it's her 18th season filming. She's got one more, then it's done. Um, So this news is following the allegations we've all known from last year from employees of sexual misconduct and a toxic work environment. But Ellen, the Emmy-winning host, says that ending the show after 19 seasons has, quote, been the plan all along. So let me just break that statement down for a second. Ellen told The Hollywood Reporter that she intended to quit after season 16, so a couple years ago, but she decided to sign a contract for an additional three years instead. So from that point, she was like, all right, we're definitely going to wrap with season 19. And then, I don't know, so some people are thinking, well, maybe she's really ending it now because of all these accusations, right? Well, she said um, in an interview with Savannah Guthrie from the Today Show, quote, if it was why I was quitting, I would not have come back this year, which I guess is a fair point. She says the reason that she is ending the show is because 
quote, when you're a creative person, you constantly need to be challenged. And as great as this show is, and as fun as it is, it's just not as challenging anymore. So there's a lot to unpack here because uh, I don't think the news is surprising, but at the same time, it kind of is um, to an extent. So let's back it up with these allegations that came out last year. This was a viral story. It blew up. I remember reading a Twitter thread that went on and on and on about all these things that people have said they personally experienced with Ellen specifically or her staff or you know, any even sometimes guests had come out and said their experiences there. I can say from my experience, I never worked on the show, but a couple of years ago, I was working on a project and the executive producer, so like someone who's been in the business way longer than I have, had said, I had I was talking about Ellen, a certain interview she had just done. I was just gushing over her and how I love her. And this person said, <laughs> you know, she's actually not like that kind of, you know, be kind to one another person. Like I, she's actually one of the nastiest people I've ever worked with. This is years ago before any of that stuff came out. And yeah. I was like, actually crushed and heartbroken because everyone looks at her as like you know the angel of Hollywood like she's you know how could she be nasty and I remember this person saying Ellen was just not a pleasant person to be around and that just stuck with me I thought that was wild and then when this all came out last year I was like oh my god this person kept telling me like it's a known thing in the industry like it's not really a secret not really that surprising so but it was the first time I had heard it then all this came out last year And I just was like shocked. I couldn't believe it was actually unraveling and like all coming out. So I want to ask you as someone who also is working as a producer in TV, have you ever personally heard of any stories of the staff being mistreated at Ellen? Yes, I have. And very similar, like to you, it was a while back and I was working on another project similar to you. Mm -hmm. And In my office, I was very close with another producer who was there. Mm -hmm. And so we worked very closely together. And I used to gush to her how much I love Zac Efron. I was like, I love him. I love him. He's my husband. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, yeah, I worked with him once on Ellen DeGeneres. And I was like, no way. Oh, my God. How was it? Well, she had the same thing to say. She's like, very, very, very toxic work environment. Um, you're not allowed to look at her. You're not allowed to walk by her sometimes. Um, and she would just say, you know, she's just not similar to you, not as friendly as she may seem on television. She's very nasty. She loves animals more than she likes people. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, I remember reading on Twitter, not to cut you off. I remember reading on Twitter, like there was a thread, like everyone sharing their personal experiences. And someone had said, I have worked there for X amount of years. And there are signs. I can't confirm or deny this. This is what I read though. There are signs on the walls that say, do not look the host in the eye, which I think is just absolutely insane. Insane. Exactly. I don't go up to any like celebrity talent or host that I've worked with and like, Oh my God, hi, take a picture of me. You know, there's professionalism to, but no one has ever told me not to look them in the, I'll say hello. Yeah. If I'm passing anyone in the hallway no. who you are. That's just the decent thing to do. Right. Um, but yeah, go ahead. No, it's, it's so crazy how some of these celebrities are, and it's always the people that you don't expect. Ellen obviously is the person that you would not expect because she's always on TV at four o'clock every day preaching. Well, that's EST time, but she's on the TV every day. And she's saying, be kind to one another, love each other. And she doesn't treat people that way. I heard Steve Harvey is the same way. <gasps> he's no. on his Steve Harvey talk show. He wouldn't let people talk to and look at him in the eye either. 
So it's kind of crazy that these celebrities are like this um, when they seem like the most personable like people. But yeah, when I heard that from my producer that I was working with, mm-hmm. I told every single person after that because yeah. I know so many people who love her show. And tried to go work there, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it hurts when it's the people who you don't expect it from. I had one of my older interns, he's working on Fallon. And I had asked him, I'm like, okay, don't tell me Jimmy Fallon is this way because I'll literally cry. And he said, no. Jimmy Fallon's an angel. So, you know, it's always like refreshing when the people who you like want to believe in so bad, like, please tell me you're not one of those assholes. And they're not. It's great, but it's sad because it's almost like you have to expect it from anyone now. Right. Ellen, like, oh man, again, I can't say from personal experience, but just from things I've heard and from what came out last year, I don't think it was, uh, I don't think where there's smoke, there's fire, right? You know, I think there had to be some truth to it. Right. Um, are you surprised that she didn't end the show after those reports came out last year? Yeah, I'm surprised, but I think I understand maybe why. Like, I think that she didn't think people would believe the rumors. Mm-hmm. I think that she thought she had such a nice platform and everyone adored her so much that she could beat the allegations mm-hmm. and it wouldn't affect her ratings on the show. Yeah. So I think that they decided to give it one more try, mm-hmm. do one more, see how the ratings were. I think those ratings came back and they sucked mm-hmm. and they were like, cut it, yeah. cancel. And then I think Ellen decided to cancel herself before they, the world canceled her. Yeah, I agree. And you know <laughs> what? I, I don't have the numbers. I wish I did look this up, but I did read that the ratings went down like yeah. pretty significantly for this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get it. Like you said, like I, I guess I wouldn't want to end on such a negative note and I would want to give it another try just to like at least right. end with a like your it is a legacy she has had a very successful talk show for many years now and I'm sure she wanted to like just not let it end that way yeah um, on that note. so I, I get why she would want to try again but do you think that she's being honest when she says that like this 19th season really was her plan a couple of years back before all of this or do you think like you said like she, they felt you know there's a drop in the ratings. That is a, that is the truth. And like, because of the controversy and the whole like image that the show has now, do you think that did influence it or that this really truly was her plan for a couple of years now? I don't think this was her plan at all. I mean, I think eventually she was going to end the show because of her age and she just wants to like slow it down. Kind of like what Oprah, you know, Oprah wanted to just step back and move on. But I think this is a very smart business move by a very successful business woman. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it is. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I think when she made this negotiation back when she wanted to end with season 16 and they said, no, you need to sign on for a few more years. I feel like she signed a contract for four more seasons. I just can't believe that you signed on to end with 19 and not at 20. A part of me just feels like that was the initial plan. And then she was like, let's just, let's just cut it now. Like it's my time now. Uh, And the network agreed. I I don't, I think she's the fact that she needed to make it a point to say in her interview, like I'm ending it because I'm not challenged anymore. Not because, and, and saying if I wanted to quit then I would have quit last season. Fair, you you did keep going, but I just there's something about me that doesn't think this was the plan all along. I think you're right. trying to make us believe that storyline, and I I don't know. I'm not really falling for it to be well, honest. What is what when she says I don't feel challenged anymore? What does that mean? She's what had the same mean? content for 19 seasons. Well, it's going to be 19 seasons. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. She's been doing the same thing, and everyone has adored it since day one. 
up until now. What challenge was she was she gonna turn and be like, we're gonna talk about true crime now? Yes. No, she's gonna dance and she's gonna interview celebrities and funny kids and she's gonna yes. get the same money and the same paycheck at the end of the week. Yep, you're <laughs> gonna do your 12 days of giveaways. You're gonna do the same games and yes. it's fine because that's what's working and that's what we like. What do you mean you're not challenged? I don't get that either. I genuinely don't understand that statement. No, it's well, all bull. I mean, it would just make more sense to me if she left it at the fact of, it just felt like my time. I get that. I respect that. I feel like you're bullshitting me, Ellen, with this whole, I'm just not challenged anymore. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but so she does have the one more season coming up. So are there any guests you hope, I mean, I'm sure she's going to go all out for the last season. Are there any guests that you hope she has or any, anything you hope she does for the final season? Here's who I think she's going to get on that show if they're smart. She's going to get her classic people that she always loves to get. Justin Timberlake. Yep. Who's perfect for her because they're both scumbags. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's it. Like people like him. I think that's yeah. who's going to go on a show and maybe people's kids because yeah. everyone, you know, I don't care if my kid wanted to go on Ellen, if I had a kid and yeah. my kid wanted to go on Ellen calls me and says, I saw this video of your kid on Instagram or TikTok. I wanted him on my show. Yeah. Absolutely. Am I going to make my kid go on that show? Yeah. But other than that, I think she's just going to get her bum regular celebrities that like is whatever. Yep. But it's kind of like a waste of her time, in my opinion, but they got to do it, right? Yeah, I think she's going to have, like you said, regulars. I think Justin Bieber, the whole Kardashian family, the people that like she thinks will even just tune in just for the sake that they're the guest for that day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I sure as hell would, I mean, I probably won't watch. I'll probably catch the clip on social media if I'm being real. Right. <laughs> I want to see what Justin Bieber has to say always, but I feel like you're right. She's just going to get her regulars because- her regulars, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the people that stood up for her, Katy Perry, and like the people who were like, you know, making the comments when everything was going on about- Twitch. Um, I've only, yeah. I've only been treated nothing but nice when I was there, of course, because you are the A. Yeah, you're a celebrity and you're on her field of communication. She can look you in the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I, I actually, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm personally probably not going to tune in, um, but it's sad to see it end. I really was so obsessed. One of my biggest things I wanted to do for the longest time was to be a part of the Ellen audience. I wanted to go to a taping so bad. Um, and it's particularly the 12 days of giveaways. I was just like, that was a like major dream of mine growing up as a teenager and I'm like you know what yeah because when when Oprah ended Ellen began and so that was kind of like as we grew up we were we were watching Oprah with our moms when we were like not even five yet and then as Oprah ended Ellen came about and then we grew up into teenager like you know that part of our lives when Ellen was there and then you and I was the same as you I wanted to be at the show I wanted to get free stuff I thought I thought if I had a sob story I could get on that show and she would give me a million dollars and then I'd be set and then I could meet Zac Efron will pop out and walk over to me from the back or pop out of the box next to my chair and I'd be all emotional and we'd fall in love and get married but uh, but no imagine the exact same thing when she surprised the Justin Bieber fans I saw it I messed out the whole thing in my head oh my god I know but you know what I did hear for the future of network that they're thinking about having Tiffany Haddish having her own talk show we'll see mm-hmm. if that happens um and then hopefully she'll bring on Zach Efron and Justin Bieber and then we do see them and then we do fall up and get married well Zach's single you got that I'm just screwed yeah. up all Justin Bieber he's <laughs> Haley for life so. he's like in love and like a real person yeah all right well I'm, I'm down to be his friend I'll take the friend <laughs> <laughs> that's fine you never have too many friends yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um all right so Ellen sad to see you go 
but it is time. <laughs> our, our next topic here is about Miss Nicki Minaj. So we, this past Friday, had a ton of new music come out. Um, J. Cole, Olivia Rodrigo, and none <laughs> other than Nicki Minaj. So before Pink Friday, Nicki's biggest hits were on mixtapes as one of Lil Wayne's most promising prodigies. But the queen is back with the release of Beam Me Up Scotty. So that is her 2009 mixtape, if you remember. It's been a fan favorite. And now it has officially reached streaming services 12 years later with hits like Itty Bitty Piggy and Can Anybody Hear Me? So that means no more YouTube. I literally just the other day wanted to listen to Itty Bitty Piggy when I knew she was coming out with new music. And I was like, damn, I forgot I have to literally look this up on YouTube to get her version and not like some lame remix on Apple Music. So I'm excited about that. Um, the mixtape also features new songs, including one with her YMCMB fam, Drake and Lil Wayne, in Seeing Green. That's the first track on the album, So Good. But bringing her iconic mixtape to streaming services is not the end for her. It's just the beginning because Nikki said on IG Live that a new album is actually coming out soon. So this was just her little taste for the fans, I guess. What are your thoughts on Nikki making Beam Me Up Scotty commercially available for the first time? Do you have a favorite track, either one of the new ones or one of the old ones now um I think this is a great step for Nikki she's been away for a little while she became a mom and she's trying to like get her way back into music but like it's actually very clever when you think about it like when you're a superstar like if Rihanna did this it would be like just as great you know what I mean yeah back with your a little bit of old music you come back with a little bit of new and then you're like and another bomb is coming just wait yeah that's really clever it's like remember me it's a quick remember me moment yeah she said i'm gonna drop my old stuff because it's still better than all you new bitches like she's like like, i don't even like coming up with new stuff just yet let me spring yeah three new songs or whatever it was but yeah she comes and she goes um anyway i hope y'all had fun with these lame ass rappers i'm back remember me i'll take you back to your childhood real quick (laughs) oh my god and the fact that she's gonna lil wayne Drake, those you remember that in middle yeah. school with like those remixes with the, the with the collabs oh, do i remember i i was just the biggest ymcmb fan growing up i had a literal i don't know where i ordered this from god knows i was must have been like 15 i had a crew neck i thought it was the coolest girl in high school i had a great crew neck that just said ymcmb and i would walk around thinking like yeah like <laughs> even known like Nikki like it on my face I was like the second I'm time, dead I've always been obsessed with her Lil Wayne oh my god Drake first Lil Wayne tour back in the day obviously mm. there for that like come on they're the best and that trio is just iconic like they hop on oh. a tour together and it's just like the best chemistry they know what they're doing they have the same vibe they just like it's effortless I feel like yeah for me I was, oh absolutely yeah like I love Seeing Green, their song together is so good. Um, but Itty Bitty Piggy is my favorite Nicki Minaj song probably ever. And so <laughs> that was on. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just happy I don't have to stream it on YouTube anymore. Yes. But we were actually together, I remember in 2019, we were at page six and we were in the control room. I remember this exact moment when we found out that Nicki was going to quote unquote retire music did you believe that back then like that she was really about to stop with music no i can't deal with these 
artists always being like, I'm done with music. And then they come back a couple of years later, like, yeah, not sometimes not even years later. So not come back right back. And I'm just like, why are you guys teasing us when we all know you're going to come back? Because you're going to run out of money or you're going to want to go on vacation or you just need a couple yeah. more books because now you got a kid. Now you want to pay for it. And she just wasn't done. I think. Yeah. You know, what? I think she came out. I feel like she came out with Fifi, like with um, Takashi 69, like a month later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I'm they never wait as long as they like try to make you like worry like, oh, my God, Nikki will never. First of all, Nikki ain't old so why would she leave number yeah, two exactly. she is too competitive to exactly. walk away and let cardi take over and now meg's here yep, yep. megan is a good competitor against nikki cardi whatever listen bye whatever she's old she can go she can retire yeah so hold on with cardi wait i want to see your thoughts around this i so i'm a fan of both i'm a fan of all of them like meg cardi b nikki yeah but when it comes to like talent, like, look, I mean, Cardi has some catchy songs and I will sing along, but when it comes to like, if you are about to, if you are on Jimmy Fallon, I'll never forget this clip. And you're asked to, to just freestyle on the spot. Cardi B is not going to give you shit and no. it's going to blow your mind off the top of her head in 10 seconds. Like, yeah, not even. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I listen, I liked Cardi. I still like her like in general, but I think that like this, her music now is just the same, 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 same. I think whoever's writing her lyrics for her yeah. don't know any more new ideas. Careful, the song, like Be Careful by Cardi. Uh -huh. When I heard that she did not write that song, it broke my heart. Mm -hmm. It broke my heart. And I, I was like, Ugh. oh, I don't think she wasn't even like a co-writer on it. Nothing. No, <gasps> it broke my heart. Cause that song is like, I'm like, this is Cardi's life. This should be coming. Yeah. It was her and this literally should be coming offsets a piece of shit yeah. um but yes i agree with you nikki can get on the mic she can freestyle she can kill it megan the stallion she can get on there and freestyle on the mic that's why i think nikki should either collab with her mm -hmm. or they're going to be that competitive because you know nikki don't like to share the crown yeah, yeah yeah wait so that makes me think there is a collab that fans were speculating people were thinking i saw in the shade room it was like oh my god rihanna and nikki just followed each other on instagram and they had like posted at the same time with like the same shoe but different color all these little you know crazy fan things that oh my god and people are like, oh my God, are we about to get a collab with Rihanna and Nikki? We didn't get it on this, but do you think it's going to be possibly coming on Nikki's upcoming album? First of all, I had no idea that that suspicion was going around. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that would be a genius move on both of their parts because Rihanna, obviously, like I mentioned, has been away for a little while. Nikki's yep. been away for like a second. And yep. people would lose their fucking minds yeah oh my god would lose their minds but also side note because now i'm thinking meg now i'm thinking what you're mentioning you know how megan on her instagram has been like they had her in like a bubble machine thing and it's like she's recharging or something like that for hot girl summer or whatever the fuck what if she's recharging to come out with nikki i would love that and i could see it like you said nikki's so competitive but i think she already has her enemy and it's cardi b and we already know that Maybe she's going to be like, look, I'm not someone who's a hater on all girl rap, female rappers. Like if we're cool, we're cool. And we're going to make some magic and it's going to be on my album. So you come yeah, my and give me the streams. That would be so smart. It would be so smart. And then with Rihanna, like everyone's been dying from new music from Rihanna for about, I don't know, a decade now. So yeah. <laughs> 
everyone would come and listen to that. I would die. I would actually die if that. I think the world would explode. I I, like that would just be so, so, I mean, I don't know why we're not managing these people, but they should do this. We should do this. It would cause an uproar in the best way. And it actually, that's a great transition to our next topic here because the world is now currently going insane over this whole JLo and Ben Affleck. Reunion. What a mess. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know. Okay. Let, let's back this up. So last time we had spoken about JLo and Ben Affleck on the podcast a year was on here and we had talked about the two just being seen like he was seen leaving her uh her house in LA and everyone just went crazy about that but now they went on a week-long vacation in Montana just the two of them Ben has a place there I guess they just wanted to get out of LA they spent a week-long vacation there and an insider says quote they are privately trying to figure out what's next and they are seeing where things go so it's crazy. Ben reached out to Jen, apparently, and initiated the rekindling. Um, Asura says, quote, he wanted to explore things with her beyond a friendship, and they have both been enjoy- really been enjoying spending time together. Then Jennifer Lawrence, she started reacting to this on a podcast recently and just was like, oh my God, I'm so excited, just like the rest of us. Um, well, some of us. I feel like there's 50% are like, I'm so here for this, the nostalgia. I love it. They're rekindling it. And the other half are like, this girl can, she needs to be single. So then there's the reports about A-Rod and now how he's feeling, quote, shocked by J-Lo's quick reunion with Ben Affleck. I have so much to say about all this. There's so much to unpack. But first, I'll just start by asking, do you think that J-Lo is making a mistake by just hopping right back into a relationship, a fling, whatever this is, with Ben fresh off of her split with A-Rod? I'm so conflicted. (laughs) I'm really conflicted because I can see it from different sides of her perspective. For example, like A-Rod was kind of being sneaky and was talking to another woman and you know it's kind of like an eye for an eye it's like all right well you know you do this to me then f you i'm gonna go back to my ex and that'll be the biggest slap in the face you know what i mean i get it and she's not trying to hide it she's like she don't want i wouldn't she's like hey paparazzi um if you come i'm gonna be right now um ben is leaving you might want to get a shot of this i want it all over the place i think it might have happened i don't know real i mean listen but that's why i'm like conflicted because i'm like okay girl like he did you dirty you know, you were in the thing is, if the pandemic never happened, think about this, they would have been married by now. That's a whole divorce. That's a whole, all this money invested. They yeah. dodged a bullet. COVID was the best thing that ever could have happened to them. For real. Um, yeah. But on top of that, here's the conflict. I saw a quote and I can't remember where I read it, but like one of like a source or something said that Jennifer has literally admitted to being afraid of being alone. And listen, I get that because everybody is afraid to be alone. Yeah. Everybody is. It doesn't matter who you are. You're, everyone's afraid to be alone. So I get it. Yeah. But you also need that time to like breathe because she could be bringing in the same bullshit from that relationship into this relationship with Ben now. And it's like, mm-hmm. you don't want to do that because if it is something good, you don't want to screw that up. Exactly. I think I feel the same way. So I think that like, she just want to have fun. You go for it. Because the last thing she should be doing is crying for X amount of days because people think she needs to like mourn this ending of her engagement. If she wants to like, <laughs> keep her mind off of things and have fun with whatever, then let her do that. Like, oh my God, I'm all for that JLo. You're f- she's 51. Like you said, she is afraid to be alone though. So maybe she's like, I don't want to waste any time. Yeah. Um, 
you know, Ben is the one who reached out to her first to check in on her, make sure she was all good. And maybe, you know, it just was a, a friendship thing at first. Maybe it was just like a hookup, like, I don't know, get her mind off of things and move on. And if it actually is like turning into something serious, maybe it is meant to be. I sure as hell though, hope that she's not like rushing into something before she's ready, like you're saying, and then self-sabotaging. Yes, we can't really like give a timeline for when someone should like move on and when they shouldn't. Oh, well, but you know, I just think back to, this is so shady, but Wendy Williams, she did a poll of like, who gave her the nicest ring out of the five oh, guys. Yeah. And honestly, Ben, that pink, I think he kind of did. <laughs> so I don't blame her for going back to him. <laughs> not yes. to ring, but you know, I mean, they both are, they're both get like just getting out of relationships so I think they kind of are like healing with each other I don't hate it as much as I think a lot of people I like had done a poll on my Instagram about does she need to be single and overwhelmingly people are like she needs to chill I get that I really do but I also like I am here for this rekindling and if it if it actually makes sense for the both of them which it really might like it really this really might be a perfect storm like everything happens for a reason like you said they were supposed to be married by now if it yeah. weren't COVID, they would have been married. Um, and A-Rod's the one that screwed up. He humiliated her. So whatever. That brings me to my next question. Do you feel sorry for A-Rod? Because he's really out here making statements that he's all shocked and like, yeah, like um, A-Rod, I feel bad for him in the sense that he literally like J- Jennifer Lopez was his dream when he was a young, hot thing, baseball player. Yep. He was literally interviewed saying, who's your celebrity crush is Jennifer Lopez. <gasps> then, really? Yes, you've never seen that video? No. Oh my God, look it up. He's like young A-Rod and he's like interviewed and they're like, who's your celebrity crush? And he's like, Jennifer Lopez. She's oh. so beautiful or whatever. So this is his dream girl, right? Wow. But you fucked it up. <laughs> you messed it up. And we saw it like, look, you can't even, I mean, as far as what we know, cause I mean, I'm sure like they had their own things going on, whatever. We don't know what she did, whatever. But what we know is that timeline from what we saw him hitting up this Southern charm girl and their mm-hmm. messages and their inappropriate FaceTimes just so happened to come out and right after they end up splitting up. I'm sorry, Aira, but it seems as though your relationship ended because you screwed up. So yeah. I don't feel sorry for you. I, I do think it must suck to feel how you feel right now and seeing her like just so publicly out there with not only any guy, but a past fiance. Yeah. And like that's gotta suck. But I don't feel bad for you because you brought this on to yourself at the end of the day. Exactly. Um, and the other thing too, with her going back to Ben, like, oh, everybody's like, it's so soon. It's so soon. Playing devil's advocate with that, like, because this stuff with Aaron came out for so long ago. And then there was like that phase of we're working on it. And here's a, a picture of us almost kissing on a balcony because we need our paparazzi to see us trying to work on it. Cause we don't want to say we cut it quits already. Yes. Maybe this relationship was over before we all knew it yeah way before those messages came out way before so maybe she's had her time to heal already yeah she might have already been healing this for a while not just for a month or whatever we are seeing in the headlines but i'm not judging her i think she just needs to do what she needs to do and i do not feel sorry for him that's for sure mm-hmm. what are the odds you think that JLo and ben actually do end up tying the knot in the future get engaged again and that ends up being the love of her life her husband we're really reaching here but I just want to see what your thoughts are on that I mean I think it's definitely a possibility it's like I don't know what the reason was for their for their relationship ending before 
-hmm. It depends on what that was. If it wasn't infidelity and it was just some like, my life's here, your life's here, we can't do it or something like that. Yeah. Then I don't see why they wouldn't work out and them actually getting married. I mean, he already proposed to her once, which means he thinks she's wifey material. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't he try it for a second time? They're older now. They've gone through their life experiences. They're grown. It's time to settle down. I could see it happening. I could too. From what I know about their split, like there's definitely more to it. I just remember reading that like they had pushed off their wedding initially because there was just such a media frenzy around it. And like they were considering hiring like decoy brides at all these different locations because it just had blown up to such a huge thing. So they're like, oh my God, let's mm-hmm. let it simmer down. And I know that like the media played a role in them breaking up just like of the craze around them. Um, so maybe they were just, I don't, I don't know if there must have been another layer to it, but like, it didn't seem like there was a whole big like scandal or, but they just like, were in a different place in their lives. Now they have both have families and like, I feel like it kind of makes sense. And like, it, this looks like fate to me. I don't know. The timing of it all is kind of yeah. crazy. So I don't hate it. And I really hope she I mean, gets a freaking happy ending. Cause like that girl has been through a lot of shit. I know. I feel like she just has like the worst luck in relationships. And I think she's like, another quote that I saw from a source was like, she's a diehard romantic. Like all yeah. those movies she's in, I feel like that's what she wants for her real life. Mm-hmm. And the girl's just trying to chase it and get that dream. But yeah. I feel like if you are that cool with your ex, like after a breakup that you, he hears you're broken up with your man and he wants to rekindle and be there for you as a friend, even though he probably wants to like, you know, get a little something. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, it just means that they did end on a friendly note and they don't hate each other and there's no bad blood and they can actually, like, be friends. Yeah. So that's why I feel like they do have a chance. They do. I think so, too. I'm Mm -hmm. hoping just no more heartbreak. Even if this is just either, I'm hoping one of two things. This is just a fun, friendly fling and they're having a good time and no one's feelings are getting hurt. Or this is a fairy tale in the making. I just can't deal with either one of them going through some shit now again. My God. Yeah. Um, what a story that would be. That in itself is a great movie that JLo should act in. I mean, she should remake her own life movie. Okay. She did Selena. She needs a Jennifer. <laughs> You're right. That would be a great movie. Oh my God. Self-casted. Like, girl. Do that, it. No one that you're onto something there. The shooting with fun. Okay, come on now. There's everything you need in a movie right there. Then in it too. Let's let's just hire them. And Literally. Oh, oh, oh my God! I love this idea. God, I'm here for that. Oh, I love that happy ending. Okay, our last headline we have here. This one cracks me up. I thought it was a fun one. And on, Snoop Dogg is urging the NFL to let him perform at the 2022. Super Bowl halftime show. I'm dead. So Snoop has been making a lot of money moves, honestly, throughout the pandemic, including serving as a mentor on The Voice season 20 and recently releasing his 18th solo career album, From the Streets to the Suites. Now he wants to end the season by making history at next year's Super Bowl in Inglewood, California. He told Yahoo in a recent interview, quote, hopefully the NFL will be smart and make the right decision. It's in Inglewood, California, and it would make the most sense in the world. I wouldn't just walk out. I would definitely do something that would be mind blowing. You know what I'm saying? People will be talking about it for the next 30 years. I'm open to anything that's dope, unique, edgy, and cunning. This will be cutting edge just for my people. Now, Mm. would you who would you want to see Snoop do this performance with if he actually pulls this off in the NFL ends up hiring him 
Bring Janet Jackson back. I will say it to the day I die. I will say it to the day I die. Bring it, Janet, back. Wow. That's a good one. That's a Come good on. answer. She needs her. Oh God, I remember that. I must have been like nine or something. We must have been so young then. But I remember being like, oh, no. Yeah. I was like, mom? <laughs> mom? Mom, what is that? Like, what? Is that allowed? <laughs> That definitely they didn't even blur nothing like they didn't see that coming i love that because she uh, it's actually really heartbreaking to think about how the turnout of that whole situation was and actually destroyed her career and Mm -hmm. why what did she do and and why did jt freaking profit from it i don't know i don't like that doesn't sit well with me but but if he's saying i want people to talk about this for the next 30 years and then uh like you said it will be cutting edge yeah. Just for my people? Who's your people, Snoop Dogg? Exactly. I Who's think that is a smart, that is a smart move if he does that. Oh my God, I would love that. I don't know. Now I can't, I can't think of anything. I was going to say, who do you think? Because yeah. I don't know, like, who, who's his collab person that's well, like. He did, he did say some ideas he has here. He says, quote, I'm available, Dre's available, Eminem's available, Kendrick Lamar, 50 Cent, Whoever Dr. Dre wants to pull out of his hat to make this thing a professional event and make it big and the biggest effort they can have. It's just a matter of the NFL pulling the trigger. Mm. So he does have some ideas there. Actually, I do love that 50 cent. If, if he can, that yeah. Be oh my God. I think he's got a lot of ideas. Like you, I could see freaking Martha Stewart just coming out and like in the background. like. <laughs> oh my God, I would die. <laughs> that would just be I think he would put on a show that's for sure oh that yeah me up I even just think of like back in um I don't, know, I don't know maybe this was like 2015 or something when Justin Bieber's roast on Comedy Central Snoop was one of the guys on the panel like he knows just like effortlessly how to perform at like he just had me cracking up. he didn't I remember one point he actually forgot what his joke was he just had like <laughs> a blunt in one hand glass of wine in the other and he's like shit I forget my joke like this guy is effortless with performing. <laughs> like he just I think he would put in a lot of effort into this clearly he's really passionate about it he keeps urging the NFL like let me do this let me do this let me do this I don't see why not screw it but I think that would be a great there has been honestly not that many like standout Super Bowl performances in the past years if you ask me like yeah. nothing is like oh my god that was legendary like I yeah. think back for like iconic Super Bowl performances and it's like stuff before I was really born or when I was too young to remember and it's only because I've looked it up like right. Diana Ross with the helicopter yep. like um you know Madonna but mm-hmm. now it's like like what did we have I love Travis Scott but what was that with Maroon 5 like okay well that was a disaster the only highlight of that was when he, uh Adam Levine took his shirt yeah. off <laughs> That is it. And I don't think I cared about anything else. But like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna shit on the weekend because that was a waste of my time. What was what a what a hot mess? And who was the choreographer? Because all those people running around at the end look so unorganized. Like you're gonna get an aerial shot of people doing weird like running around and you're not gonna form into the fucking W for weekend or something. They're just like I, it looks like a bunch of girls at the club, like running around like crazy. I, yeah. No organization I, to that. I feel, you know, he really like wanted to have a storyline with it that I personally didn't pick up on. I had to read what was his, he really worked on it. Like he wanted that to be an iconic Super Bowl performance and they dished out millions for that. Or he, he oh. might have his own pocket. I can't remember. It was very expensive and really not 
worth it. <laughs> like, no, not worth it. I, I read the storyline too after and I was like, okay, you got me now. But when I watched it, you didn't have to me. I don't want to do research after the halftime show exactly. to understand what the hell you're talking it about. It needs to make sense. He, you seriously, you just became a really good meme after that. That's what that was. It was a that's really it. Like his little weird face. That's it. <laughs> like, oh, me trying to find my friends drunk in the club when he's like with all the mirrors. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But I'm not. Yeah, that's, that performance was weak. I feel like in my lifetime, like I'm really trying to think, like what was memorable? Beyonce, Bruno Mars. I was gonna say Beyonce because the lights went out. Like that was pretty crazy. Like and she just, fell, but she caught herself. Yeah, and then uh, she brought out Destiny's Child. Like that was pretty cool. But yeah. like, that that's just not like earth shattering, no. legendariness. Right. I remember Janet Jackson because of the boo. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I need yeah. I need someone or to Prince play. when Prince oh, performed man. and he's singing Purple Rain and it's fucking raining. Yes. Like, give me Come on. that. I need. Oh my God. Come on, Stu. Give me like I I need something iconic like that. So if he's willing to deliver, because I think he knows the people you've been hiring have just certainly not been doing it the last well, the reason why the people that they've been hiring have not been doing it is because i think a lot of celebrities are against the nfl and have been for a while and that's why that when you know maroon five that was they got lucky they got lucky they even got maroon five because nobody wanted to do the halftime show everyone was protesting the nfl because they were being assholes and it's like yeah. they can't really get anybody that good anymore yeah. I was shocked that Travis Scott agreed to do it that year too. And like, I mean, granted, that was just like a short little, oh, that was a mess. My God, I hate, I hate saying that. But like, come on, you got to pull out like your Astro World tricks there if you want to. It. it could have been good, but it was not. Like, there's nothing spectacular. I look back, oh my God, I have this stuck in my head. But like Creed, this is going to be the funniest thing to say. But like there, like, can you take me higher? That song, I sort of got I swear to God, look it up. It is one of the funniest, most entertaining halftime shows oh my I've God. ever seen in my life. They had the guy shredding on guitar. They had the cheerleaders like in formation, like <laughs> perfectly. They have some guy with like, like trapeze thing. Like he's flying in the air. Like that's a show. Yeah. They, people need to take a note from Creed. <laughs> For real. Snoop, I don't, uh, I don't know if he would be like that. I try to picture it. I don't know if he would be that mind blowing. I don't see him giving yeah. me the energy, but we could be entertaining. I think he'll like fly in on like a marijuana leaf or like ride a blunt, like a giant blunt, and he'll just be like, pop, 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 pop. and then I feel like he'll just blow smoke and it'll just be fucking weed, yeah. and the whole like stadium oh will get lit. <laughs> what a sick entrance that would be, though, if you just hear. Yes, like the light, and it's a spotlight, and he's coming. And then every time this, like, it's gonna be like smoke, and people are just gonna get fucking contact high. <laughs> Under your chair, there's a blunt for everyone. For you, there's a blunt for you. There's a blunt for you. Uh, and it's wait, is it? It's not legal in California yet, is it? Maybe by then it will be. Maybe it will, unless they do it in like somewhere else. Are they allowed to move the Super Bowl? Can it be somewhere else? I they can do whatever they want. I guess who knows. I have no idea. Do it in freaking Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. That's not too far out. Yeah. Come on. Do they even have stadiums there? I don't know. I don't know. But, but I'm here for, uh, I'm here for it. Snoop. Keep, keep. I, I think we could give them a chance because honestly, it's going to be like, it's going to be culture. Okay. We're going to get some culture. We're going to get some color in there. Uh-huh. I like that. Uh-huh. I like that. He wants to do it for the people. Yeah. Have we ever had rapper on rapper on rapper perform at the Super Bowl before? I don't think so. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, so I think if he did get all those people that he listed, he's that's definitely edgy for the NFL. That's, yeah. that's 
Definitely edgy for the Pepsi commercial type of halftime show. Yeah. Oh, I'm. Oh my God. I would absolutely love that. I hope to God and bring out Rihanna. Her, her, her and Nikki. And bring then, out every. Just bring out everybody because they need it. We yeah, need to, we need to make up for the last halftime show. There is a lot of making up too. So mm-hmm. I'm here for Snoop Dogg 2022 Super Bowl halftime show. Snoop, make it happen. I'm sure you can figure out a way. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for our headlines for this week. Haley, thank you so much for joining Aww. me. This is good, good shit. Oh, thank you. I was so happy to be here. Yes, I love your input. We'll have to do this again. I'd love to like interview you and your whole like experiences of TV and stuff. And we can keep, keep out more headlines in the future. Oh, girl, I got stories for days. Oh my God, I know you do. I know you do. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, guys, that wraps up another episode of Tea Time. I hope you all enjoyed it, as always. Um, Unfortunately, because I knew I had a busy week ahead, I did have to record this earlier than usual. And with that, of course, there was some breaking news, like Ariana Grande becoming a wife. Hello, Miss Grande. Um, But you know what? It is what it is. I still think we had a bomb episode, if you ask me. (laughs) It is what it is. You can't be perfect. Um, So anyway... I guess I will just see you guys next Wednesday. See you then. Bye.